Welcome to our Influencer Podcast. We've got an episode for our mom influencers, parent influencers, because fellow parents like myself looking for ways to better educate our children. We've got Paul Bennett here with us. He's the founder of Cicero Learning Company that helps families hire private teachers so that their children, students, our children can get more that one-on-one type education that we're all looking for. So we'll talk about some influencer opportunities in a moment. First, we want to bring Paul on and welcome Paul. And was wondering if you could start us off telling us a little bit about yourself and your journey before you started Cicero Learning. Sure. Thanks, Brett. I'm happy to happy to be here. And again, sorry about the light. I uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, I founded three different companies with my um, life and business partner Lonnie, two travel businesses, and then this education business, which really came out of our life living on the road or on the water. So I I live on a sailboat. And about 11 years ago, my wife and I set off on a round the world journey with our three daughters who were between the ages of five and 10 at the time. And we raised them on a sailboat. We sailed all the way around uh, the planet. And in those 11 years, we raised them through middle school, through high school. My two oldest daughters are off at college now. And we tried everything as homeschoolers or world schoolers. And then we tried hiring private teachers to design courses and then lead those courses one-to-one with our daughters. And it was a complete uh, life-changing experience. And so Cicero was founded out of that. Yeah. So firsthand knowledge then and experience. Do you have either from your experience or I guess studies or information that you have in terms of how much faster do children learn when they're coached one-on-one versus being divided into groups or, or the classical classroom? Yeah, there's, there are two studies. One, a classical study that was done in the 80s by an uh, educational um, psychologist at the University of Chicago named Benjamin Bloom, kind of famous. He studied kids in a traditional classroom, and then he took those kids out for one-to-one instruction. And he demonstrated that kids who, get, who learn one-to-one, learn their educational results are two standard deviations above the norm. So wow. if that kid was getting a C in that classroom, they're getting an A when they are taught one-to-one. Some more recent um, work is at the at Stanford University. This is very recent, just this past year. Um, they were studying tutoring. So tutoring is a little bit different than what we do. You know, that's where a kid is in normal school and then they meet with a tutor who's normally like a college-aged kid who's earning a little extra on the side to get some, some support in subjects they're studying in school. And the results there were not quite as dramatic as what Bloom observed when he was studying one-to-one teaching, where basically the classroom gets dissolved down to just one student, um, but still pretty significant. Like the the instruction was about 2.1 times greater. So, you know, kids were like one year ahead when they're getting tutoring support. Whereas in our model, when they're getting taught one-to-one, they end up two years ahead, actually. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So kind of a progression then in terms of how far you yeah. are ahead, where if you're doing the classroom plus tutoring, that's some one-on-one, but you're still in the class during the day versus yeah, all one-on-one. And I assume, I don't know if that's addressed in the study, but maybe some of it is that, and I kind of can relate to this from our own COVID days of trying to pile the the school through Zoom for that period of time, right? Is that you, you only get a certain amount of time in which you can teach the student effectively. And then it, it's, it's almost like working out, I guess, where you've got that 
that sweet spot. And then there's diminishing returns after a certain period of time. So do you find that, that if you can use sort of that fresh mind, the fresh brain and teach it, uh, and then use that one-on-one time that that's really the way to go versus, uh, you know, having them sit in the classroom and kind of teacher maybe drones on and, and then they're using up their brain power, their attention span that way. Yeah. I mean, it really comes down to the uh, like focus and attention that a teacher can can put into a student. So when it's one to one, there's no place to hide. And it's just a rapport between student and teacher. And, you know, in a couple of sessions that that builds over a month, it really builds over a year. It's like, it's incredible. So and the Stanford study really, really showed that not not with teachers, but with these tutors, you know, college kids, basically, if they kept the same college tutor coming in and working with the kids, week in week out they built a rapport and those tutoring sessions were more successful than than the others so if you can imagine now so take the college kid get rid of them bring in a teacher with 20 years of experience take away the classroom and just have them teach one-to-one for a year the results are staggering i mean we like we just have nothing like it in in our society today so it's it's pretty game-changing Awesome. Yeah, interesting. And then with uh, your own experience and your own company, then with Cicero, are we talking one-on-one instruction, same teacher all day going through the subjects, or are you bringing in a new teacher, new subject matter expert, I guess, if you will, for a different subject? So math is maybe going to one teacher where sciences might be another? Yeah, I mean, once you get to sort of sixth grade and beyond, so middle school, high school, teachers specialize. So, you know, a good, a great math teacher is not necessarily a great English language arts teacher. And that's certainly true once you get to be sort of ninth, 10th, 11th grade. So our model is an a la carte model. You come in and we design a course for you. So if you want to do all school with us, you're doing five courses and we're designing each individual course. We're getting a specific teacher for that course. And then it's personally built for the student. Interesting. So I see you do the um, curriculum design as well. And I'm curious about that because my wife actually just manned the farmer's market booth for our, our school this week in a small school. And they had a, lots of homeschool parents came up and asked about that question. Curriculum, right? Do you provide yeah. curriculum? So that's something that Cicero provides to these parents that are, you know, sort of thumbing the farmer's market looking for these curriculums. We do, but it's a little bit surprising because when you say curriculum, a lot of times people mean that there's something that's highly structured and homeschoolers usually think, oh, I I buy this curriculum off the shelf and then I teach this curriculum. Mm -hmm. That's not what we do. Every single course is bespoke and personalized to the student. So for example, the student will come in, let's say they're an eighth grader and they want to study math. And the first question we have of the parents is, okay, well, are you a homeschooler who is heading to college and you want to level up and be prepared for algebra and then algebra two and then da, da, da. or do you live in a community or a school district where you plan to go back to school and do we have to make sure that whatever we do conforms? So we figure out the landscape and then we meet the student and figure out, you know, what is her relationship to math? How is what's her experience been? What does she know so far? And then we build that curriculum to her to then scaffold and level her up. So it's a it's a very personalized curriculum. Every student's curriculum is slightly different. Now, we do have standards internally that we adhere to, and we're becoming an accredited educational institution, so you have to have those standards. But our standards are really a framework for ensuring that each kid gets that specialized, personalized education geared to them. Interesting. So you're actually kind of custom building these yep. plans for each student that comes on board with you? Yep. Every student has their own curriculum. 
Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. So how does that work from a mechanic standpoint then if I'm a parent and I decide uh, this, we've got the winter break coming up, maybe that's the breaking point or next year, right? I decide, Hey, my wife and I decide, of course, Hey, this is, we're going to, we're going to try this. How does that work in terms of working with Cicero to build out that plan and, and, and execute it as well? Yeah, I mean, the first thing is a conversation, figuring out where you are. I, I wish it was as neat, Brett, as you just uh, laid it out, but it never is, right? We have a lot of families coming in, you know, four weeks into school and they're like, ah, this isn't working, you know? So we figure out where the student is and then where they want to get to at the end of the year. We have, you know, an idea of what good looks like and we usually are are ahead, right? So if you, you know, if, if it was sort of May, June, you were thinking, hey, in September, we want to go with Cicero for, you know, math and English language arts, we would meet your son or daughter, we'd meet you, we'd figure out, you know, what your goals are as a family, where the student is, and then we would build a course for the following year that would probably take them through well through ninth grade and probably up to 10th grade level. Most of our our students when they graduate, you know, in 12th grade are like two, three years ahead. They're doing college level work at that point. That's awesome. Yeah, that's funny. I guess that makes sense from a marketing standpoint. And we'll get into the influencer side here from a campaign then. Maybe that was September, like you said, three weeks in, four weeks in, and you get a lot of the parents looking for something else, yeah. right? That's the moment where it's it's good to be in front of them on social media. Is yeah. that fair? Yeah. Um, who are? Uh, can you give us a little more information on who you're working with today from an influencer standpoint in terms of where do they focus, fo- you know, what do they do in their lives? Uh, what, uh, you know, as we were talking mom influencers or are they, are they homeschool parents? And then how, how are you working with them currently? Yeah. Um, sort of fit into, into three categories. Um, so we have a couple of influencers we work with who are world schoolers. So they are traveling all the time. They're like digital nomads, but they have kids. And so they're, they're traveling for education and the kids are moving all the time. And our model is beautifully, I am a world schooler. We live on a I was going to say you would, okay. <laughs> on the boat would be in I that. speak that yeah. language. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Exactly. So, so we have a couple of influencers that we work with who are world schoolers and they have audiences of people who are either our world schoolers or aspire to be world schoolers. Then we have a couple of influencers we work with who are homeschoolers. So they're in one location back home, but they know everything there is to know about the landscape of homeschooling from, you know, legal restrictions to curriculum to ways of learning and supporting moms and dads um, in that journey. We work with a lot of homeschooling families and we, we talk to that audience a lot. And then sort of the third group that we talk to are, in terms of customers, are people who are in traditional school, but it's not working for them. And so some influencers that we work with who speak to that audience are mommy bloggers, right? So they're they're interested in parenting issues. Education is a huge issue right now. Homeschooling is growing 51%. Public enrollment's dropping almost 5%. It was a big Washington Post study on this. So great parenting bloggers are sort of focused on that issue and talking about it. And we, we play really well in that, in that area. Yeah. Interesting. And are these longer term relationships then, or there's, there's the potential for that with these Absolutely. influencers? If you find they've got the audience that is lined up with the potential Cicero clientele. Yep. Yeah. We have an influencer right now who it's working really well. She has a daughter and that daughter is doing some courses with us and we're doing a little short movie about that experience. That's great. 
So what are the, uh, I guess, the core issues? Well, I don't want to keep you on all day here, but from the school, <laughs> obviously the public, even the private school, they, they kind of, you know, they're, they've got constraints, shall we say, right? So they can't necessarily do the one-on-one. So what kind of, um, what do you see now that is driving this? Let me phrase it that way, this trend into the homeschool. Is it the parent who says, gee, uh, I would like to see a, a little more, I'd like to see my child challenged a bit more, or is it uh, maybe reactive? We're, we're falling behind, but I, we shouldn't be. So now we're going to look at this route, I guess. What do you see in terms of the trends and then also the triggers when people come in and consider, call you up and say, hey, hey, Paul, tell me about Cicero. It sort of falls into two camps. So there's the people who are leaving traditional school, and there are a lot of triggers for that. We have kids who were disrupted by the pandemic and just never got their, their mojo back. We have kids who are neurodiverse and they just, a classroom doesn't work for them because in a classroom, the teacher's teaching to the mean and they're not the mean, (laughs) they're not an average Mm -hmm. kid. Bullying, you know, failing schools, all politics, right? There's a whole lot of sort of triggers that are driving people away from school and we're an amazing, you know, option for them. And, and sorry, another trigger is lifestyle, right? So we live in an age of remote everything and personalization of everything. So there's a lot of parents who are like, wait, I want, I don't, I don't want to live, you know, in Minnesota or Florida, wherever I've been living. I want to travel. I want to live in Bali, Vietnam. I want to go. And we enable that. The other group are people who are in traditional school, but it's not working for them and they don't want to make a radical change. So they want supplement to that school. Um, and usually it's because the school's just not capable of addressing their needs. Their kids want to kind of rock it ahead and they want to support them. And up until now, their options were tutoring. Okay, we'll hire a tutor, get a college kid, support, do some homework support. We offer something different. We offer an actual course with a teacher designed to that. So it's a sort of a leveling up of that kind of support that parents are looking for. Yeah, very cool. And then are these lessons, I assume they're delivered, um, they're meeting via Zoom? Is that? Yeah. Platform? Yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. Our students are all over the world, all time zones, and so are our teachers. So it's a global customer base, global supply base, and we do the matching. Yeah, excellent. Sounds good. Cool. We got another brand product, Koala Go. They're kind of a Zoom competitor for teaching. I'll, I'll send you the link so you can take a look at that one. Oh, great. As well, that might be an interesting one for the tutors. Cool. So I'll let you go on this one, Paul. Um, we'll get your I'll work with you. We'll get the collab posted so that, you know, as you said, this is, I mean, it's very focused what we're looking for in terms of influencers here, but it makes perfect sense in terms of homeschooling and uh, parenting. But can you just kind of talk to that again in terms of the types of influencers that you would like to reach out to you? And then also, just as importantly, how can they reach out to you and learn more about Cicero Learning? Well, I think the the best fit for us is somebody who's passionate about learning and their kids. They're really invested in in kids' development. They think about it. They're, this is like what their brand is about. And we solve a very specific problem and we do it in a very unique way. So I think the best influencers for us are ones who are like, oh my God, this is amazing. You know, they have that kind of reaction. Um, and then we can work, you know, work with them in, in myriad different ways. How to reach me, I mean, CiceroLearning.com via Affluencer. Like I am, I'm gregarious and always looking to connect people. Excellent. Well, appreciate that. We'll get your links below the podcast here when we get it out so that everyone can just click and 
connect with Paul and and, and give you a call. Uh, Paul, thanks for the rundown. It's very interesting. Uh, this from the studies on the one-on-one learning to the Cicero solution. Really interesting. Very cool how you're able to turn your lifestyle. One, I admire you to keep it going. A lot of us travel before kids and then we kind of shut it down. <laughs> Kept it going the whole time. So that is awesome. And then being able to turn a company into that is is really great. So thanks again, Paul. Really appreciate you joining us and talking about Cicero. Thanks a lot, Brett. Thanks for having me.